Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. As working moms, we have many things going on, sometimes all at the same time. And this can lead to having that mental list on your mind at all times, from appointments to business moves to try and keep your marriage fun and exciting, not to mention your own mental and physical health. How do you do it all? If you can relate, keep listening. You will know exactly what to do next. First things first, I want to welcome you to join us in our free community, the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community, where you can stay connected with us. But we also want you to connect with more powerhouse business and family-minded women. So hop over to the link in the show notes to join us and check out the resources we have for you there. Today, I want to shine a light on a topic that is gaining more and more traction these days, but it's something that not everyone has found a solution for. Let's talk about the mental load and what you can do to lighten this load. A mom recently asked, does it ever get easier? And I'm here to tell you that no, it will not unless you become proactive about this list. So I want to first start with my first point, which is why doesn't my husband understand? Now, I am not going to speak for everybody's husbands here. So I'm just going to tell you a story about me and my husband and how we have not only been able to um, kind of help our marriage out with this process, but how it's also helped me in my mental load. And I'm going to say it's because he is present-minded and I am past or future-focused. And so um, I'm arguably sure that there's going to be some listeners here that completely understand what that means, but I just want to, um, you know, break it down just a little bit more if we, just in case, <laughs> and say that present-minded um, is, you know, if you think about just being right here in the moment. We're not thinking about necessarily consequences of our actions. We're not thinking about anything else. We're just thinking about the tasks that we have in hand. That, that's probably common sense. Um, I completely understand that. But there is a huge difference and something that we're not always talking about. Um, and so when you're past or future focused, this is honestly where a lot of anxiety and depression can come from. But it's also where a lot of high ambition, highly goal-oriented people, um, this is kind of how we think, right? We are thinking about the past experiences and how that turned out. 
or we're thinking about again kind of our past experiences and how we're going to we think that our future is going to look and so if you think about that in motherhood um you're constantly analyzing things in terms of did this go well did this go bad how can i prevent this from happening again or um what did i learn from this previous mistake and the truth is we need both right we can't be constantly present minded because then we're kind of missing out on the learning opportunities that are happening around us but we also can't be fully past or future focused because then we're missing the opportunity of the gift that is happening right before our eyes so um <laughs> i'm not a psychologist i don't want to make a generalized statement but in my own experience my husband is present focused. I am past and future focused. And this is where a lot of the disconnect happens. So when I'm thinking about, you know, grocery shopping, I'm also thinking about gro- dinner. And then I'm also thinking about the cleanup behind that and the, you know, finding recipes and all of that. So I'm constantly thinking about what I need to do next versus my husband. If he goes grocery shopping, he's like, oh, you know, I like this. I'm going to put this in the cart. Not really sure what I'm going to do with it, but it's going to go in the car, right? And so one of the things that really helped me, helped us is communication. We've had a whole um, topic on this before. And the thing is, as much as I want to say that communicating with your husband is most important, it's actually communicating with yourself. One of the things that I learned with one of the arguments or disagreements I was having with my husband is he asked me, well, how would you like me to act instead? Or how would you like me to respond instead? And I was frozen in my tracks. If you've ever asked yourself this question, typically you don't actually have an answer. If you think about some of the things that you're wanting your husband to help with, if you can't answer that question off the bat when he asks, or if he ever asks, or, you know, if if you go to ask him to do something, if you can't say exactly how you want him to respond or to support you, there's chances are that you need to communicate with yourself on exactly what that support looks like. And so sometimes we might be, you know, upset and be like, well, I just need to take out the trash. And honestly, if that's all that was happening, we probably wouldn't be so upset about it, right? It's the fact that we are constantly having things on our to-do list that we would like taken off permanently. And that's exactly what me and my husband did. So at home, we have kind of designated chores, um, not for everything, but for the big things. So I am laundry. No matter what happens throughout the week, that is my job. Does he pitch in every now and then? Yes, of course. But at the end of the day, if the laundry is not done, it's either my job to ask for help or it's my job to find time to get it done. His job is the dishes. I will never look at a sink of dishes again and think, oh, I have to get to that unless he asks me that he needs support. Um, and this way, you're getting something completely off of your list, which is dire, especially when it's just like piling on and on and on. You can do this with your kids. You can do this with your, we had a nanny at one point that we delegated some things to. Just getting things off the list permanently is great in that communication is everything to get there. Um, and so assigning a task and you know having this, this discussion, not just you coming to your husband and being like, I'm going to do this, you're going to do this, but what can we do to make sure that our house that you know we care about and want to see thrive is taken care of. And for us, that meant I would do laundry, he would do dishes. And it's something that we do every single day. Um, No one else is in charge of it unless that person asks for help. And so I hope that helps. That's helpful to you. Now, what can we do about the actual mental load? So there's three options. This is where the action steps come in. You can do this literally today. So if you have, if you're not driving or anything like that, I want you to physically take out a pen and paper and write these three things, things that I love and bring me joy things that I dread, and things that I absolutely cannot stand. 
And the difference between things I dread and can't stand is things you dread are things that you're thinking about for a long period of time. But then once you start it, it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. For me, that's laundry. I always make the the thought of doing laundry way longer than actually just like doing the laundry. <laughs> I hope I'm not alone in that. Um, but then things you absolutely cannot stand. The, the, for me, this is something like um, in my business, it's, you know, like sifting through emails or in my home, it's I just can't. I hate doing the toilet. <laughs> like cleaning the toilet. These are things that I just absolutely cannot stand. And so once you have those three lists, I want you to take a look and just see in front of you how big the other lists are compared to the first list, right? We want to make sure that our list is pretty equal balanced in terms of things I'm doing that are that I bring me joy, things I'm doing that are a little bit more dreadful and things I just can't stand. Uh, we actually want that list to probably be a little bit smaller if possible because that takes up a lot of energy in our minds. Not only the act of doing it that we don't like, but the thought of doing it and then the emotions that we're having while we're doing it. <laughs> and so if we can minimize that list, that's everything. And that's what we're going to talk next is once you have these three lists, you're going to decide what you can com- take completely off the list, what you can delegate out and what you can change your mind on. So things that you can take out completely off the list are things that would be nice if they happened, but they aren't dire. So listen, mama, if you are in a stage like me where you have toddlers, <laughs> There are just some things like, you know, decorating the house or um, making things look a certain way or, you know, like aesthetic might not be top of the list right now. And so that things like that can be taken off the list. Um, Different things like um, just certain expectations that you would like to happen, but don't necessarily have to happen in this season of toddlerhood and building your business and working your day job. Take it off the list. If you can take it off the list and get yourself to just be okay with not having that thing for a season, it's going to decrease your mental load. Okay. The next thing is delegate it out. So we've talked about this a little bit before when we were talking about communication with our husband. But what are things on your list that you can permanently take off? I'm talking, you know, if your kids leave their shoes in front of the door, um, can they put their own shoes away each day? Make that their priority. If your husband and you're needing his help, instead of asking him to do dishes every day, make that his his job each day. He just automatically knows that that's what he needs to do to be a you know contributing member of the family in a way that fills up your cup as well, right? We know that they're contributing, but it's also important that they're meeting our needs too, right? It's a back and forth thing. We meet their needs, they meet ours. We'll also feel much more appreciated at the end of the day if we know that we're getting some sort of input back. And sometimes that's dishes, sometimes that's vacuuming, you know, whatever it is. I keep, I always like to bring up chores because that's like the biggest thing in our family right now. But um, anything that you can delegate out to either your husband, to your kids, to if you have childcare, what can they delegate out? Um, different things like that. How can you get your support and community to help you through the season? And the last thing is change your mind. Now, I feel like I get funny looks with this one, but simply put, it means to change your perspective on one of those things on your list, right? We are not always going to get to take things off the list entirely or delegate it out. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, but there absolutely is a way for you to view that thing, not so much as a nuisance, but as a gift and a blessing each day. This is not, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm so thankful that I get to do this while you're like raging on the inside. Like we genuinely have to change our minds on the fact that what we're doing is contributing. So for example, I like to think of like a commute to work. Sometimes we just hate that commute to work. Um, But if you can fill it with educational value, listening to podcasts, 
listening to your Bible, listening to things that are going to fill you up throughout the day is a big deal. Then you no longer are thinking about the terrible task of it is to driving the 20 minutes to your job. You're now thinking about all the things that you're going to learn instead. And that truly changes your mind, not just what you say you think about that thing, right? So those are the three things. Get it off your plate, delegate it out, or change your mind about it. Everything fits into one of these three options. I promise you there are one of, if you have a task that is just weighing you down, it fits into one of these three options. If it doesn't, please feel free to reach out. You can always reach out in the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community. Ask a question. I would be happy to weigh in on there. Um, but there's very, okay, there's very little things that will not fit into the three options of get it off your plate, delegate it out, or change your mind. Okay. And the way that you're going to know how to do this and what to even do this with is getting solid in your values and boundaries. I know we talk about that so, so much, but I actually just heard Um, I've heard this story before. You can tell me if you've heard this as well, but the rock, the pebble, and the sand analogy. Now, I've heard it in a lot of different contexts, but I loved it in the context of work-life balance, right? So you've got a jar and you fill it with rocks um, and those that takes up a lot of space. There's going to be a time where you just can't fit any more rocks in it. Does that mean it's full? Not necessarily because now you can fit the pebbles in. And then once you once you fill it up with pebbles, um, you take a look around and you see, well, actually, there's a little bit more room for sand. And then there's even you can even fit water in some in some scenarios of this analogy. But the basis is what are your rocks? These are the things that's going to take up most of your jar and you absolutely need them to you need to know what they are in order to prioritize correctly. So these are things like your spiritual health, your family, your maybe even your job. Um, Those are the big rocks in your life. You have to decide, though, what those rocks are. Then you can trickle in the pebbles. And these are the things that aren't going to take up most of your jar, but they are going to fill in the cracks. And these are things like self-care. These are meditation. This is breathwork. It's it's things that you don't have to do a ton of upkeep for, but they are important and do belong in your jar. And then you've got the sand. And think about it. Sand does not need to go into the jar. It's nice if it's there. It might, you know, fill in the rest of the cracks. Um, But if you don't have sand in your jar, you will still survive. So this is things like going out to eat, going to the movies. Um, Entertainment is often a sand portion. Um, And you can trickle some sand in there um, and just like change, you know, if if you're in a season where going out and getting your nails done isn't a thing, you can get press on nails, things like that. How can you shift your sand in a way that it benefits your jar the most? And so um, you get to decide at the end of the day what your jar looks like. I promise you, even if you're a corporate boss mama. There are things in your jar that you could shift around so that you are finding joy, even in the season of having young kids and working a business and running, you know, and a a career all at the same time. You have got this. Okay. So, Mama, next time you are drowning in the mental load, I want you to remember the choices you have here to either get it off your list, delegate it, or change your mindset on it. Doing this can truly reduce the stress you're carrying around each day, allowing you to show up fully for your family and your business. And isn't that what you want to see? The question of the day, which step are you most looking forward to? Okay, what can I forget entirely? What can I delegate? What can I change my mind and perspective? I truly want to know. So go ahead and answer this question in the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community. For me, I actually love changing my mind and perspective. The more things that I can feel joy about, um, without having to delegate or get it off my list, the easier my life has become, honestly. Uh, this is the one that I work on the most. Um, if I'm having a hard time, I just like to sit there and understand why I'm having a hard time and maybe change the change change my perspective on it so that I can, you know, find joy in doing it. But 
Um, I do a lot of A and B as well for getting and delegating as well. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it and we will see you next time. Well, mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.